Welcome back to the PhotoFacts Podcast. We're here with Nikki Harrison. We are going to talk about her and her talent. So welcome to the podcast, Nikki. Thanks, Jim. Happy to be here. Yeah. So you live in Canada. I do, yeah. I live in the western side of Canada, approximately three hours east of Vancouver. That's cool. And, and it, how do you pronounce that name? It's uh, Kelowna? Kelowna? It's Kelowna, yeah. yeah it's, Kelowna. A, it, it's a small lake community, so it's one of the nicer destinations that people come to in the summertime. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I looked it up. I was like, oh, I never heard of that one. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of a hidden gem, and we actually like it that way. <laughs> yeah. I, to be honest, I had to look. I didn't know where you f- were from, and I was going to ask you if you were a member of the PPA, but you're not because you're in Canada. Uh, I am. I am a member. Are you really? Yeah. So how, how does that work? I didn't know you could be a member of the PPA in Canada. Yep. Yeah, huh. totally. Absolutely can. That's and cool. I actually just joined this year. And the reason that I joined was because Jeff Dachowski kind of got a hold of me and told me that I really needed to. So, Well, that's cool. I'm so excited. So are you going to go to imaging? I am. Yes. Oh, cool. We will, yeah. be, we will be there, hopefully. Uh, oh. we, we were asked to go the last couple of years to, to uh, promote the, show, promote the uh, event and do our podcasting. We kind of do a m- mobile little podcast uh, throughout you know, the event, and it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're excited that they, les- that they asked us to go. So, so cool. Yeah, we'll we'll get to be, meet. Yeah, it'll be my first time, so I'm really looking forward to going. Well, we'll have to get you on there since it's your since it's your first year and your first imaging. Uh, we'll have to get you on the podcast somehow. Uh, meet up with you and and just get a short little interview in. Yeah, let's if, do it. Yeah, sure. that'd be that'd be awesome. Okay, so my first question is: uh, When you were growing up, what did you think? What did you want to be? I mean, what did you want to do? When I was young, yes, I had no idea. Really? No, no clue. So you didn't you didn't have a photographer in the family or anything? No. An artist? Um actually, I always did art. I always was a drawer and I painted and I always did that and I always loved it, but I never ever thought that anything would creatively anyway would come out of that that would become a career in my life. Wow. I I kind of figured that that was probably more uh, you were more on that that side of it than than the photography but so when did you i don't want to go through that whole thing but i mean how old were you i guess when you when you uh, when you decided you wanted to do photography <laughs> i was old <laughs> <laughs> okay so seriously seriously really? so, so uh so you so you decided to to mix the two like no 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 oh. no so i you know like i said i dabbled in art and stuff when I was younger, but then life took over and I had children and uh, I was an entrepreneur. I owned my own own company for just over 10 years and it was in the financial services industry. So it wow. was nothing related to huh. this. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> then what happened was the crash in 2008 and because I worked with so many American lenders, all of the American lenders in Canada fled the country after the mortgage crisis. So literally overnight, my whole portfolio and my business kind of crashed. So I had a lot of time on my hands. And it was then that I picked up a camera and just started playing and was hooked from there. So I've only been really dabbling and doing it now for eight years. 
Huh. Wow. That's yeah. that's just when people do that, it's like you know, it's like I don't know, it's just part of them and they never never knew it, you know? It's yeah. it's it's really cool to hear. Uh so I was gonna ask you something, darn it. Um well, anyway, so so your other artistic talents, like besides drawing and and stuff like that, are you musically inclined? No, no. Okay, well, <laughs> no. you know, sometimes that happens, but most of the time, I see other photographers and they find out that they're musically inclined. Like, wow, that's so cool. But yeah, we all we are all of us creatives. We have always have some kind of other thing that we do that um, that is in the creative realm, I guess you could say. Um, so so uh do you have let's see do you still draw do you still do that i mean i know you do with photoshop but i mean do you do any kind of fine art i don't and you know what um recently took a trip to montreal and a friend of mine and i went into a gallery downtown and it really inspired me i really want to start painting again so Mm. i'm gonna start that shortly (laughs) but that's yeah so we'll get into your your post processing here in a little while but i mean what what uh so obviously you have that that painting ability you know you paint but you do you, i i assume you use a uh, wacom tablet or yes, some of yeah yeah i think you mentioned that in one of your videos that i watched but uh so that obviously i i could get more detailed about this because I, i'm really uh, like I had told you in my Twitter messages that I'm so like inspired about with your work because I don't know what it is. It's just, it's so unique to me uh, and different for everybody. I think it's, it's not something you see a lot and it's, but it's, uh, it's just done something to me. I just love the, the work and I'm, I, I want to, I want to uh, do that kind of stuff, you know? And, and I think what it is, 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 I, I shoot real estate and headshots, and so mm-hmm. they're not real creative, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm a, I'm creative. I have a, you know, I'm, I'm an artist, a graphic artist, you know, and stuff like that. But I don't do a whole lot of fine art, and I haven't in a long time. But, mm-hmm. but I think what's happening is, I, and I, I think I need ha- to have some personal work and do some of this stuff because it's like a, I don't know, it's like something missing, you know. Well, you know what? I absolutely can relate to that because probably, how long has it been now? Maybe three years ago, I was, you know, I was watching all of the creative live shows and, you know, there was photographers on there and, you know, these were photographers that were super successful and making ridiculous amounts of money in their studio and they were charging huge rates and, um, you know, I thought, oh, I, I got to try to do this. So I upped all my rates and I, you know, had these big fancy brochures and literally had no business, nothing. Wow. And um, I was doing, you know, the basic glamour stuff with, you know, no mm-hmm. back, no background, just very clean yeah. stuff, natural light, something that a lot of people were starting to get into and um, literally no business. I was... I was on the verge of getting back my real estate and my mortgage licenses, hmm. and I, I was just over it. And um, so at that time, when I started getting my licensing back again, and I, I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm never going to do what everyone else is doing anymore. I'm only going to do what my heart wants to do, and I'm going to make money somewhere else. Hmm. So once I decided to do that, 
Um, I reduced all my prices again to something that I thought was fair for my talent and my time. And I decided to, you know, go back into my career. What happened was literally within 30 days of me doing that, I got busier than I ever was. And I got to shoot only what I loved to do and create art only that was true to my heart. Hmm. And, and literally within four to six months, it was... I had to cancel the licenses because I wasn't doing anything with them. <laughs> I was doing wow. my photography full time. I was doing exactly what I wanted to do. And I was, and it worked for me. And I think the story in that is that if you really truly are true to yourself and you price yourself for your market, number one, because I, th- I truly believe that everybody's individual markets are entirely different. And so there's not a one fit all for pricing for people. And if you, if you feel like you're getting um, remunerated for for your value and your worth, and you're happy with everything, then that's probably more important than trying to adhere to somebody else's idea of what pricing should be. Hmm. I guess I hadn't heard that one because you know pricing for for your market. I mean, uh, hmm. Because uh, you know I have in the last I don't know three or four years I increased my pricing because I just felt like you know a lot of people telling me you're too low and all this stuff so mm-hmm. but uh but you're right cuz i'm finding that when i when i do portraits or whatever uh stuff like that the sales sessions are just a joke <laughs> cuz i'm not a salesman for one thing but right? but i mean my market they don't want to buy anything they just you know and and you know trying to go out and find the the rich people you know that's not I don't know. It's hard. It's to... not. It's not possible for everybody, right? Right. Right. And yeah. So and so, if your if your area of influence is you know more of a middle income group of people, then I th- I truly think that that's who you have to cater to, and your pricing has to fit them as well. Because obviously, photography for us is a luxury added uh, commodity for people, right? Like if you don't absolutely need to have it, you're not going to spend your money on it. So you have to make it something, number one, that is different. What you know, And I think, honestly, Jim, that because I come from a business background, that I didn't just come into the photography game um, with you know, just an artistic brain. I also came right. in with a business um, under my belt. Right. And so when I realized that I could make a living doing the type of work that I wanted to do, I sat down and I said, okay, now I need to build a business model that is going to suit me and suit my area and will encourage people in my area to, to buy hmm. in addition to, you know, allowing me to do what I love to do. Yeah. And, and so the listeners, if you haven't looked already, I'm sure you've looked at the blog post or whatever. If you haven't, go to the website and her website, NikkiHarrison.ca, and that's N-I-C. N i k k i Harrison dot c a. Now it's in our show notes. You, you can see that. But uh, <clears throat> what we're talking about is her very unique style and her post processing and everything. Uh, go watch her videos. Buy some of her products that she's got. She's got uh, uh, you know like uh, actions and overlays and textures and uh, all kinds of stuff. And I'm gonna have to going to have to invest in, in some of that myself. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I said I wanted to – I'm inspired by it and I want to I do that. But, I mean, obviously I'm not, I'm not going to copy. But, you know, it, 
when that stuff happens, you know, you, you start to try to emulate someone that you look up to, and then it becomes your thing. You, you may do something a little different, um, obviously, because we don't have all, all the same talent. But um, anyway, go look at her website. It's really, it's really incredible. Uh, so <clears throat> on that, do you use any lighting? I mean, do you use any – are you just natural, or do you do you use any lighting on, on some of this? I know you oh. do, but uh, – I use I use everything. So okay. I use natural light. I use continuous lighting. I use just modeling lamps in my strobes sometimes, and then I use strobes. So, yeah. And to be honest with you, the first couple of years that I started shooting, I didn't shoot any natural light. I was 100% strobes. Ah, uh-huh. I thought you were going to say the opposite. But Yeah, yeah. I know. I yeah. know, right? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, I was just talking to somebody yesterday, and, and she she was like, I'm all, I'd shoot all, she didn't, she wasn't like one of those that I'm a natural light shooter. She was just like, I just don't know how to use the light. It's like, that's usually how it is. I mean, when you start out, you don't really know how to use it, but that's cool. Uh, you got to get that under your belt. Yeah, um, I did it. I did it the backwards way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it just depends on the, the shoot and what you're wanting to uh, accomplish, right? Depending yes. on what you're going to use. Okay. Yeah. Now absolutely. on the constant lighting, what, what uh, situation would that uh, bring on, you know, why would you use nat- uh, the continuous? Uh, continuous lighting, I really like to shoot wide open. And I love the softness in the images, especially when I'm doing portraits of little girls. Mm-hmm. And so I'll use the Westcott spider lights for that mm-hmm. because they're strong enough and I find too with children that when you're using strobes and they're flashing away at them, it kind of takes their attention away from you know what it is that you're asking them to do. So yeah. the continu- yeah, the continuous lighting just really works with kids that way. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Huh? Yeah, I, I did a baby shoot with a strobe and it was just awful. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was an infant, you know. So okay, now on your uh, post processing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, do you feel like that? I, I feel like personally for you or what I'm seeing is your post processing is a lot of your final image, obviously. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, okay. So you use a lot of elements and pieces and textures and whatnot to kind of compile this composite, if you will. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what, what post processing tools do you use besides Photoshop? Um, all I use besides Photoshop is Adobe Camera Raw. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Lightroom user. I never have been. I will use it uh, to do selections and and exporting various file sizes and stuff. But as far as using it to actually adjust and make make alterations to the images, I don't. I just yeah. don't use it. I mean, I it's just not been part of my workflow. I I think that Adobe Camera Raw is simpler and cleaner and because i do mostly everything in photoshop mm-hmm. it's just more more i guess the Fluid. Easier tra- yeah, yeah exactly so where where do you get your your pieces your elements your for creating your your work like do you take your own or do you yeah okay yeah yeah i do um not all my i mean i do do some composite work but you know a lot of what i do is just portraits and i actually will style a set and create all the elements within within that portrait session that way. Huh. So, so you so you may shoot something uh, instead of like off camera that that may be a part of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
because it's part of that scene. Mm -hmm. But mostly, but most of the time when I'm doing, especially my more romantic style portraits, it's, I actually design and build each set for each look. So, yeah. One of those. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, as far as like, um, so you don't necessarily, you probably have done this, knocking out backgrounds, like you, you take someone off of the background and put them in something else. Yeah, I mean, I, I will do composite work sometimes. I prefer not to, but, but I will do that, and yeah. I have done that. But it's not, like, I'm not, that's not a staple part of what I do as, right. as composite work. I try not to. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Do you, oh, so your brushes and your textures. Mm-hmm. I already asked you that. Never mind. <laughs> we already did that. <laughs> um, so... As far as your social media, do you do do you do a lot of that? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I I honestly think that in this day and age, if especially if you're looking like for me, because I live in a smaller area, and because I'm selling tools and resources to other photographers, I think without the social media component, that you're kind of just you know hidden away in the hills and no one will know about you. So I think social media has really opened up a lot of opportunities for a lot of photographers. I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what tools do you use? Do you just use the, 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 the social media platform natively or do you, do you have something or that you use that kind of, uh, spits it out to everything? No, I, I use it natively. The only, the only one that I really combine is Instagram will tweet as well. Right. Just because I'm not really active on Twitter. It's not, it's probably because of my age. I know young people are into Twitter, but I'm just not. I'm yeah. like, okay, I have Instagram, I have Facebook. That's all I can really do. I know Snapchat's a big thing now, but I think I need to get my daughter to teach me how it works because I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I actually got onto that a while back. Uh, it, I just like it because of this silly uh, face. The silly faces. Yeah, that just that just cracks me up. <laughs> I crack myself up all the time with it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have to share that stuff sometimes. And my kids, me and my kids all play with it. It's just a lot of fun. <clears throat> but uh, the Instagram, so I've noticed... Sorry, I've noticed a lot of uh, businesses are latching on to Instagram. Uh, well, Instagram caters to the under thirty group the most. Mm-hmm. Like, like I find that most people under thirty are on Instagram way more than Facebook, and it's us older folks that are, you know, on the Facebook bandwagon. So, right, yeah, I'm I'm getting tired of Facebook actually. I know, uh, but I know it's you know I feel like for for us photographers or any business really is it's you kind of have to have it there and, you know. Yeah, you have to. And what's crazy is I get so, I mean, I, I always find myself when I get on the phone or, like, I'll be, like, going to bed or when I get up in the morning, that's the first thing I go to. Like, why, why am I doing this? It's just a time waster. You know what? Yesterday we were coming back from Chicago, jumped on the shuttle from the hotel to the airport at O'Hare, and there were two pilots that jumped on. And the first thing the pilots did when they sat down was pull out their phone and jump on Facebook. <laughs> it was like, holy crap. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> so uh, as far as the PPA, let's go back to that. Um so so far the PPA what what have you anything stick out to you as far as the, what the PPA has done for you or well, anything like that 
Well, I entered um, my first competition. Oh. I, I did the Western region, and I went four for four, which was <laughs> so fun. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> well, you know what? I I don't know. Like, I have a lot of members now telling me that the PPA is super conservative and that my style is not going to do very well. And then mm. I have some people that say, um, no, it's awesome. You're going to do really well. So, I mean, I don't know. I know that I know that I do a lot of post processing, and that a lot of the judges want clean, you know, nice clean edits and stuff. So I well, think it'll remain to be seen what really happens. Yeah, but I think there's a category for you though, isn't uh, isn't there? I think I can't remember all the categories, but well, there's the artist category. Yeah, and I I didn't enter that. These were oh. the photography categories. Oh. So I'm actually going to enter the artist category at IPC. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, I I think I mean I've I have I've seen a lot of it, but gosh, I mean I'm I'm not surprised you went four for four because you know it's so unique and just outstanding work. It's just un- unbelievable. You. I <clears throat> I look at it and just melt. <laughs> I'm that's, serious. That's I, the artist in you. That's oh yeah, I just ah, uh, and you know I've I've gone and looked at some of your videos to see what is she doing. You know what? <laughs> and I watched your your video about uh, you know how you 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 use a what was it you did you you uh, use a brush and just yeah you uh, the opacity. Yeah, just sample colors, and people don't understand that it's so easy to get a beautiful, soft, you know, creamy-looking image without adding blur. Like, everybody's blurring the crap out of their images these days, and and I'm just like, oh, okay, come on, people, stop doing that. Well, I think the thing is, it's it's a lot easier and quicker to do it that way. Yeah, but it, you know? it but everybody's it, imagery looks the same. True. You're very, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so my my thought process is always, okay, what makes you different? What makes you better? And try and do that, right? Right. So how how long do you Okay, so you do a portrait and <laughs> you how many how many images do you think you take? Uh it will depend. So if I feel like I'm getting exactly what I wanted out of the session, then usually I'll shoot about 125. Yeah. If I feel like I'm struggling, then I could go up to three or four hundred. It just depends, right? Yeah. So I. So what I'm, I, I'm probably gonna guess this right, but so you're you're the person like, I would think that you would have done awesome. I, you probably did shoot film, didn't you? Nope. No. Okay. Well. Nope. But you would be a great film shooter because you're that person that that plans and you know what you're going for. You set it all up. And you take a few shots, and you don't waste a lot of film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> so me, you know, I go out and shoot a senior or whatever, and I'm click 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 click, you know, and I got a million <laughs> million images to, to to edit and go through. Gross. Um, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's gross. That's funny. That's, that's yeah. gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, so like, so you've got very little images compared to a lot of people. And And here's why. Here's my reason why. Because from any given session, I will, I, me, I will select six of the best images and edit those six and the rest are gone. Wow. And then out of those six, my clients will come in for their viewing session and they can choose their products based on those six images. Whoa. 
that's it. Because you know why? Because if I have to edit any more than six images from one session, I'm bored and my creativity suffers. Mm. So that's the way I've set it up. So again, it's another component that now I'm really happy and comfortable with. And people just, they, they don't question it, right? Right. So. Well, and, and they came to you for a reason. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So, you know, a senior session, um, <clears throat> 45, 50 images for the customer to look at. Of course, they're all different different scenes and different clothes and all that. That's a, I think that's a little different. Now, do you shoot seniors in this way? See, we don't we don't have a seniors market. Ah. There's there's no seniors market. So if if parents decide that they want some beautiful pictures of their, you know, 17, 18-year-old daughter, then it's just for me it's a regular portrait session. Mm. Yeah. Why why don't you have a senior market? There's it's just never been a Canadian thing. Like we've just never that's not been huh. the, yeah, ever. So <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. It's okay. a totally different country. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. are you natively from, are you, are you a native Canadian? <clears throat> I am. Yeah, I was born here. That's all. That's cool. <clears throat> so, um, well, so is there anything outside of what we've talked about that you, that you want to share that it could be anything? I mean, we've only gone for 25 minutes, but you know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think... I think as far, like the reason that I started making actions and um, and my overlays and stuff like that is just because I did get inundated with photographers saying, how did you do that? How mm. did you do that? How yeah. do you do that? What lens are you using? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll throw up a few of, I actually use all of my tools. Like I initially started out and I would, I would create images that were, had specific looks. And then I'd, if I wanted to recreate that, I wouldn't remember the steps I took. So I started recording them and saving them. And so I started putting those up for sale. And that's what happened with that. So it kind of turned into a, a nice little side business. But I think the one thing I would like to say to people is that, you know, especially with my tools, when you use them, it's still it's still your creativity. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same when you use anybody's actions. And um, like people say, like yourself, that they're drawn to my work and they love it and they want to do stuff like that. And really all that my talent is at this point anyway is just a compilation of everything that I've learned over the last eight years and that's being exposed to you know, a vast amount of talented photographers, right? Because right. we all we all take little snippets and bits and pieces from from all the talent out there that we see, and we kind of throw it in a blender and turn it on, and and it becomes our look, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to never stop learning, always continuously grow, and just add it to your tool chest instead of trying to emulate one particular look and do that look. Don't lose yourself in in other people's work, I think you need to always focus on your heart and what makes your soul sing. Because if you don't, then you're trying to be someone else and not yourself. That's beautiful. Love it. Yeah. <clears throat> That's great. Uh, so how many how many interviews have you been on? Lots? Um, no. Well, I've been interviewed in various magazines over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is my first podcast. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. I feel yeah. honored. 
And actually, it's cool for me because I'm a huge podcast advocate. And when I edit, I typically am listening to my podcasts, including yours. Oh, really? How long? So, um, Just since we got in touch? Just since you guys got in touch because before that, I had never even heard of you. Yeah. Well, you're in, you're in Canada now. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right. We, you know, like I said, two years ago, we were we're, we're at imaging uh, the last two years. But I mean, we're really we're really nobodies. I mean, we really aren't anybody. But you know, we we uh, yeah. So we have a following here in the city, Oklahoma City. I think, I think that's awesome, and I think it's important, and there should be more people doing what you guys do. Yeah, there's a lot of photography podcasts, though. Uh, you should listen to the Photobomb podcast. Yeah, Boo Ray Perry and Gary Hughes. They're okay. they're a hoot. They're hilarious. Really? Yeah, a lot of fun. It, I will say uh, they, you know, they they have an explicit tag, but but we do too. But we yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> we we love you guys. You know, we got to interview them together. We had a a dual podcast thing going at Imaging. It was really fun. Nice. Um, so one thing I was going to say earlier uh, is that the 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 uh, photography and and being inspired and taking snippets from other photographers just like music you know Mm -hmm. that's how music has has continued to evolve as people just keep creating and you know listening and and being inspired so exactly and never stop learning i think that's the number one most important thing yeah absolutely if you get to a point where you don't you think you don't need to learn anymore or go take classes or learn from somebody yeah yeah you're wrong (laughs) you're you're crazy yeah exactly so all right well gosh i'm i'm I don't want to stop. It's it's so fun <laughs> talking to you. Uh, so, all right. Well, I guess that's about it. Um, if you want to go uh, check her out, oh, also her her uh, store on her website is very reasonable. Her little uh, overlays and whatnot they're they're very reasonable. I'm, I'm I was excited because I'm going to go buy some. <laughs> can I can I tell them what my website is for that? Sure. It's uh, chasinglightactions.com. Yes, that's correct. I will put that stuff in the show notes so you guys can can hear that and, or see that. So we we do have a podcast app. I don't know if you knew that. We have an app on uh, Android and iPhone, and you can listen to the uh, shows, all the episodes on there. Go to our website at photofactspodcast.com and go to Nikki's website at nikkiharrison.ca. And it, it, all you got to do is, is just Google Nikki Harrison. I'm sure if you type it in N I C K. N-I-K-K-I. Right, but if you type in N-I-C-K-I, you probably will find her anyway. Or N-I-C-K-Y, because uh, she's out there. So. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. And well, thanks we will... for having me on, Jim. Well, that well, was you're, awesome. You're so welcome. Uh, we will catch you guys later. Bye. Visit our world headquarters at photofaxpodcast.com.